Start each week learning and growing as a community. Join us as we embark on the next growth adventure with the weekly reading. Welcome back to the weekly reading. We are currently reading Louise Hayes, You Can Heal Your Life. And this week we are on chapter eight. You guys, it's pretty awesome. Um, this week, chapter eight, building the new. The answers within me come to my awareness with ease. I don't want to be fat. I don't want to be broke. I don't want to be old. I don't want to live here. I don't want to have this relationship. I don't want to be like my mother or father. I don't want to be stuck in this job. I don't want to have this hair, nose, or body. I don't want to be lonely. I don't want to be unhappy. I don't want to be sick. What you put your attention on grows. The above shows how we are culturally taught to fight the negative mentally. Thinking that if we do so, the positive will automatically come to us. It doesn't work that way. How often have you lamented about what you didn't want? Did it ever bring you what you really wanted? Fighting the negative is a total waste of time if you really want to make changes in your life. The more you dwell on what you don't want, the more of it you create. The things about yourself or your life that you have always disliked are probably still with you. What you put your attention on grows and becomes a permanent in your life. Move away from the negative and put your attention on what it is that you really do want to be or have. Let's turn the above negative affirmations into positive affirmations. I am slender. I am prosperous. I am eternally young. I now move to a better place. I have a wonderful new relationship. I am my own person. I love my hair, nose, and body. I am filled with love and affection. I am joyous and happy and free. I am totally healthy. Affirmations. <clears throat> Learn to think in positive affirmations. Affirmations can be any statement you make. Too often we think in negative affirmations. Negative affirmations only create more of what you say you don't want. Saying, I hate my job, will get you nowhere. Declaring, I now accept a wonderful new job, will open the channels in your consciousness to create that. Continually make positive statements about how you want your life to be. However, there is one point that is very important in this. Always make your statement in the present tense, such as I am or I have. Your subconscious mind is such an obedient servant that if you declare in the future tense, I want or I will have, then that is where that idea will always stay, just out of your reach in the future. The process of loving the self. As I have said before, no matter what the problem, the main issue to work on is loving the self. This is the magic wand that dissolves problems. 
Remember the times when you have felt good about yourself and how well your life was going. Remember the times when you were in love and for those periods you seemed to have no problems. Well, loving yourself is going to bring such a surge of good feelings and good fortune to you that you will be dancing on air. Loving yourself makes you feel good. It is impossible to really love yourself unless you have self-approval and self-acceptance. This means no criticism whatsoever. I can hear all the objections right now. But I have always criticized myself. How can I possibly like that about myself? My parents, teachers, lovers always criticized me. How will I be motivated? But is it wrong for me to do those things? How am I going to change if I don't criticize myself? Training the mind. Self-criticism such as that illustrated above is just the mind going on with old chatter. See how you have trained your mind to berate you and to be resistant to change. Ignore those thoughts and get on with the important work at hand. Let's go back to an exercise we did earlier. Look into the mirror again and say, I love you. And I approve of myself exactly as I am. How does that feel now? Is it a little easier after the forgiveness work we have done? This is still the main issue. Self-approval and self-acceptance are the keys to positive changes. In the days when my own self-denial was so prevalent, I would occasionally slap my own face. I didn't know the meaning of self-acceptance. My belief in my own lacks and limitations were stronger than anything anyone else could say on the contrary. If someone told me I was loved, my immediate reaction was why? What could anyone possibly see in me? Or the classic thought, if they only knew what I was really like inside, they wouldn't love me. I was not aware that all good begins with accepting that which is within oneself and loving that self, which is you. It took quite a while to develop a peaceful, loving relationship with myself. First, I used to hunt for the little things about myself that I thought were good qualities. Even this helped, and my own health began to improve. Good health begins with loving the self. So do prosperity and love and creative self-expression. Later, I learned to love and approve of all of me, even those qualities I thought were not good enough. That was when I really began to make progress. Exercise. I approve of myself. I've given this exercise to hundreds of people and the results are phenomenal. For the next month, say over and over to yourself, I approve of myself. Do this three or 400 times a day at least. No, it's not too many times. When you you are worrying, you go over your problem at least that many times. Let I approve of myself become a walking mantra. Something you just say over and over and over to yourself, almost nonstop. Saying I approve of myself is a guaranteed way to bring up everything buried in your consciousness that is in opposition 
when negative thoughts come up, such as, how can I approve of myself when I am fat? Or it's silly to think this can do any good, or I am no good, or whatever your negative babble will be. This is the time to take mental control. Give these thoughts no importance. Just see them for what they are. Another way to keep you stuck in the past, gently say to these thoughts, I let you go. I approve of myself. Even considering doing this exercise can bring up a lot of stuff. Like it feels silly. It doesn't feel true. It's a lie. It sounds stuck up. Or how can I approve of myself when I do that? Let all these thoughts just pass through. These are only resistance thoughts. They have no power over you unless you choose to believe them. I approve of myself. I approve of myself. I approve of myself. No matter what happens, no matter who says what to you, no matter who does what to you, just keep it going. In fact, when you can say that to yourself, when someone is doing something you don't approve of, you will know you are growing and changing. Thoughts have no power over us unless we give in to them. Thoughts are only words strung together. They have no meaning whatsoever. Only we give them meaning. Let us choose to think thoughts that nourish and support us. Part of self-acceptance is releasing other people's opinions. If I were with you and kept telling you, you are a purple pig, you are a purple pig, you would either laugh at me or get annoyed with me and think I was crazy. It would be most unlikely that you would think it was true. Yet many of the things we have chosen to believe about ourselves are just as far out and untrue. To believe that your self-worth is dependent on the shape of your body is your version of believing that you are a purple pig. Often what we think of as the things wrong with us are only our expressions of our own individuality. This is our uniqueness and what is special about us. Nature never repeats itself. Since time began on this planet, there have never been two snowflakes alike or two raindrops the same. And every daisy is different from every other daisy. Our fingerprints are different and we are different. We are meant to be different. And when we can accept this, then there's no competition and no comparison. To try to be like another is to shrivel our soul. We have come to this planet to express who we are. I didn't even know who I was until I began to learn to truly love myself as I am in this moment. Put your awareness into practice. Think thoughts that make you happy. Do things that make you feel good. Be with people who make you feel good. Eat things that make your body feel good. Go at a pace that makes you feel good. Planting seeds. Think for a moment of a tomato plant. A healthy plant can have over 100 tomatoes on it. In order to get this tomato plant with all these tomatoes on it, we need to start with a small dried seed. That seed doesn't look like a tomato plant. It sure doesn't taste like a tomato plant. If you didn't know for sure, you would not even believe it could be a tomato plant. However, 
Let's say you plant the seed in fertile soil and you water it and let the sun shine on it. When the first little tiny shoot comes up, you don't stomp on it and say, that's not a tomato plant. Rather, you look at it and say, oh boy, here it comes. And you watch it grow with delight. In time, if you continue to water it and give it lots of sunshine and pull away any weeds, you might have a tomato plant with more than a hundred luscious tomatoes. It all began with that one tiny seed. It is the same with creating a new experience for yourself. The soil you plant is in your subconscious mind. The seed is the new affirmation. The whole new experience is in this tiny seed. You water it with affirmations. You let the sunshine of positive thoughts beam on it. You weed the garden by pulling out the negative thoughts that come up. And when you first see the tiniest little evidence, you don't stomp on it and say, that's not enough. Instead, you look at this first breakthrough and exclaim with glee, oh boy, here it comes. It's working. When you watch it grow because your desire, it manifests, then you watch it grow and become your desire in manifestation. Exercise, create new changes. Now is the time to take your list of things that are wrong with you and turn them into positive affirmations. Or you can list all the changes you want to make and have and do. Then select three from this list and turn them into positive affirmations. Just suppose your negative list will be something like this. My life is a mess. I should lose weight. Nobody loves me. I want to move. I hate my job. I should get organized. I don't do enough. I'm not good enough. You can turn them around to something like this. I am willing to release the pattern in me that created these conditions. I am in the process of positive changes. I have happy. I have a happy, slender body. I experience love wherever I go. I have the perfect living space. I now create a wonderful new job. I am now very well organized. I appreciate all that I do. I love and approve of myself. I trust the process of life to bring me my highest good. I deserve the best and I accept it now. Out of this group of affirmations will come all the things you want to change on your list. Loving and approving of yourself creating a space of safety, trusting and deserving and accepting will enable your body weight to normalize. They will create organization in your mind, create loving relationships in your life, attract a new job and a new place to live. It is miraculous the way a tomato plant grows. It is miraculous the way we can demonstrate our desires. Deserving your good. Do you believe that you deserve to have your desires? If you don't, you won't allow yourself to have it. Circumstances beyond your control will crop up to frustrate you. Exercise. I deserve. Look into the mirror again and say, I deserve to have or be blank. And I accept it now. Say it two or three times. How do you feel? Always pay attention to your feelings to what is going on in your body. Does it feel true? 
or do you feel unworthy? If you have any negative feelings in your body, then go back to affirming. I release the pattern in my consciousness that is creating resistance to my good. I deserve blank. Repeat this until you get the acceptance feelings, even if you have to do it several days in a row. Holistic philosophy. In our approach to building the new, we want to use a holistic approach. The holistic philosophy is to nurture and nourish the entire being, the body, the mind, and the spirit. If we ignore any of these areas, we are incomplete. We lack wholeness. It doesn't matter where we start as long as we also include the other areas. If we began with the body, we would want to work with nutrition to learn the relationship between our choice of food and beverages and how they affect the way we feel. We want to make the best choices for our body. There are herbs and vitamins, homeopathy and Bach flower remedies. We might explore colonics. We would want to find a form of exercise that appeals to us. Exercise is something that strengthens our bones and keeps our bodies young. In addition to sports and swimming, consider dancing, tai chi, martial arts, and yoga. I love my trampoline and use it daily. My slant board enhances my periods of relaxation. We might want to explore some form of bodywork, such as roofing, heller work, or Traeger. Massage, foot reflexology, acupuncture, or chiropractic work are all beneficial as well. There's also the Alexander Method, bioenergetics, Feldenkrais, Touch of Health, and Reiki forms of bodywork. With the mind, we could explore visualization techniques, guided imagery, and affirmations. There are lots of psychological techniques Gestalt, hypnosis, rebirthing, psychodrama, past life regressions, art therapy, and even dream work. Meditation in any of its forms is a wonderful way to quiet the mind and allow your own knowingness to come to the surface. I usually just sit with my eyes closed and say, what is it I need to know? And then I wait quietly for an answer. If the answer comes, fine. If it doesn't, fine. It will come another day. There are groups that do workshops for all different tastes, such as insight, loving relationships, training, advocate experience, the Ken Keys group, actualizations, and many more. Many of these groups do weekend workshops. These weekends give you a chance to see a whole new viewpoint about life. No one workshop will totally clear up all your problems forever. However, they can assist you in changing your life in the here and now. In the spiritual realm, there's prayer, there's meditation, and becoming connected with your higher source. For me, practicing forgiveness and unconditional love are spiritual practices. There are many spiritual groups. In addition to the Christian churches, there are metaphysical churches such as religious science and unity there is the Self-Realization Fellowship, MSIA, Transcendental Meditation, and Siddha Foundation, and so on. I want you to know that there are many, many avenues you can explore. If one way doesn't work for you, try another. All these suggestions have proved to be beneficial. I cannot say which one is right for you. That is something you will have to discover for yourself. 
No one method or one person or one group has all the answers for everyone. I don't have all the answers for everyone. I'm just one more stepping stone on the pathway to holistic health. In the infinity of life where I am, all is perfect, whole, and complete. My life is ever new. Each moment of my life is new and fresh and vital. I use my affirmative thinking to create exactly what I want. This is a new day. I am a new me. I think differently. I speak differently. I act differently. Others treat me differently. My new world is a reflection of my new thinking. It is a joy and a delight to plant new seeds, for I know the seeds will become my new experiences. All is well in my world. Thank you for joining us for this week's reading of Louise Hayes' You Can Heal Your Life. Um, Make sure you check out our other weekly reading, The Secret Power of Yoga by Nishla Joy Devi. And... Check in on Mondays for Mindset Monday when we get to talk about how we use these things in practical everyday life. So we'll see you next time. We love you. Namaste. We take the mystery and pain out of social media consistency for your business, giving you back time to shine in your zone of genius. Social media is the new branding. It deserves its own attention, thought, and effort. Yet so few businesses actually take this seriously and invest enough time on their strategy. We can do it for you at an affordable rate that will fit into your budget and allow you to pursue other revenue channels as well. The hardest part of social media management is keeping up the consistency to be seen and know what to post, when to post. Are you ready to have everything ready to go for you? saving you time and energy by not having to do it all yourself, still getting your message out so that people get to know you, like you, and develop trust while opening yourself up to more time for the business of your business where you shine. Working with Women in Leadership, BSMB LLP, is a unique experience that bridges the gap from face-to-face to virtual relationship marketing. Not only do we love to help you shine in On social media, we love to share tools to help you grow with us, body, soul, mind, and business. Check out our podcast and YouTube channel for Mindset Mondays, Social Media Training Wednesdays, business interviews and special topics on Fridays, and weekly readings on Sundays. To schedule your consultation or podcast interview, head to our website, www.womeninleadershipbsmb.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel so you get our weekly readings on Sunday, our podcast Mindset Monday, social media training with Heather on Wednesdays with a live Q&A, and guest interviews and special topics on Fridays. Thank you for joining us. Find out more and schedule with us online at www.womeninleadershipbsmb.com where you have a spot at the table. Thank you for joining in on the fun. Be sure to like and subscribe for more.